I was listening to Nirvana on the way here. <gasps> yes. And it smells like Teen Spirit. Not mm-hmm. it, but just smells like Teen Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in particular smelled like it, but, you know, just like the song. <laughs> all of it does. <laughs> and then I started thinking, uh, did you ever see that documentary where, like, they're like, I don't think he fucking killed himself. No. I need to find it again. Is it old? I mean, it's not new. Damn. Okay. <laughs> is it like like shortly after he died? No. Or is it like like in the last couple of years? It's probably in the last like five years. I don't think I've seen that. I've watched a lot of like um like you know the reels autopsies. Oh, you don't have yeah, cable, yeah. but it's always like these cheesy shows that's like it's gonna reveal what happened during the autopsy and then it's always a coroner or whatever and he's like okay listen i didn't actually perform the autopsy but i read all the reports <laughs> and what had happened was he blew himself out he died from a fucking gunshot wound to the head yeah yeah listen <laughs> yeah. i watched some documentary i don't remember what it was called or whatever and i'll try and find it and send you the link but Please. like i'm not convinced that he committed suicide just saying I have seen maybe it was that reels thing where they like play on both sides. So could you tell me why you don't think he committed suicide? Not anymore. No, it's been a very long time. <laughs> you just know. I just know in my heart uh-huh. <laughs> that he didn't do it. That he. I, I mean, it's iffy. It's but iffy. there was like a note. I don't remember what it was. I remember there was a lot of shit around about it. Like there was a lot of shit around it, surrounding it, and like mm. uh, fucking. I don't remember, man. Mm. Let's. I'll find it. Let's watch it together. Let's put a let's put a uh, put a pin in that. Yeah, a pin. I was like a feather in your cap, Yankee Doodle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle back. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. I'm for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Send me that link. I want to watch that. Show. I mean, I'll try and find it. Yeah. Anyway, do you have a goddamn? Um. <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. I do, and it happened just today. Oh. So today was a little bit of a rough start for all of us. Yeah. I mean, and by rough, I mean Aaron and I were just having okay days, and then our friend Drew was having, like, the shittiest day ever. And so I was like, I have a great idea. Let's all go to lunch together. Fuck yeah. And Aaron was like, come visit me at work during your lunch. Like, let's have lunch at my work. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Drew, come get me. Because Drew was, like, fucking running around and didn't have to work today. Yeah. So I'm like, but before you come get me, I have to shower. I have to get ready. Like, I fucking showed up to work. In PJs <laughs> in my living room. It's working from home, baby. Like a hot mess. So I was like, okay, I will take the fastest shower in the world. Come get me whatever. Blah. And I have recently done a fuck ton of laundry. And like any responsible human being adult, I just let it pile up after it was mm. dried. And I just like kept putting it into um, clothes bins. Mm-hmm. So now I have like the world's largest pile of laundry to fold. <laughs> and that's where I grab my clothes from. I'm like, huh, okay, I got this shit. I'll go shower, whatever. So I was in a hurry, and he got there, like, just as I was all done. And I'm like, okay, and I run out, whatever, and then we go have lunch. And it was a blast. I felt great. I feel so much better. I feel so much more centered. Mm-hmm. I am At myself peace. around you. Yeah. And then so I get home, and I'm getting out of Drew's truck. <laughs> Do you have, like, underwear stuck to your butt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm getting out of his truck, and I feel something, like, brush on my leg, and I look down – and my fucking underwear are laying on the cement. Like, it fell off of me somewhere, and my underwear is laying on the ground in front of my house. What? And I, like, had shut the doors. It happened. And I look. I grabbed it, and I looked at it, and I was like, what do I do? Where did this come from? 
And then it had to be stuck inside of my sweater or my shirt or something, yeah. right? And I'm like, okay, thank God this didn't fall out at Aaron's work. But then Drew's about to drive away, and I'm like, wait! <laughs> and I ripped the door open, and I had tucked him in my, like, shirt. So, like, yeah. he's not seeing my underwear or anything. But I was like, my underwear just fell out of my shirt onto the floor. And he's like, what? How did that happen? And I'm like, I don't know! And then I just shut the door. <laughs> And I ran inside and I looked at Lena. I was like, I pulled my underwear out. I'm like, these just fell out onto the floor. Like as I was getting out of Drew's truck and he just shook his head like, what the fuck is wrong with mess, (laughs) A total hot mess. Oh my God, Aaron, what if it had fallen out at your work? I... What if they fell out in Drew's truck? (laughs) How embarrassing. And like his wife is like, what the fuck is this? Oh, this is Stacy not doing her fucking laundry. Oh my God. How fucking awkward. And I'm so thankful it was Drew so he could, like, literally my first idea was, like, let's tell him. That'll be funny. Yeah, like, that's funny. As soon as I told him, I was like, I don't know why I'm sharing this information. (laughs) I could have just, like, gone my whole life without telling anybody. And then I ran inside and told Lee, and he was like, oh, my God, you're a hot mess. And I'm like, oh, my God, that would have been so embarrassing. Had somebody seen it? Like, they were clean underwear, and they were fine. Like, they're not, like, your embarrassing underwear. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, no one can see this. But, oh, my God, I don't know. It was just a pretty traumatic moment in my life. And then I looked at Lee, and I was like, I I think this might be my goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my my God, God, that's great. All right, Erin, give me your goddamn. Uh, Well, so we were talking, and I wanted to get a piercing, and (laughs) I talked to my husband, and he was like, it's going to get infected. And I was like, Oh, God. Did you're you dumb. Google it? <laughs> no, I was like, you're dumb. I'm an adult. Uh-huh. I know how to take care of piercings. Like, yeah. it's not going to get infected. You're stupid, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized I have my belly button pierced. And so I realized that I've had the, like, bendy one since I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I haven't put, like, a real one back in since then. And it's been a fucking minute now. Like, a year. Yeah. A year and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's been longer than a minute. Yeah. And so I remember I had tried, like... A couple months after she was born to put in like a real one again instead of the bendy one. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, like I couldn't get it in. And I was like, whatever, fuck this. I don't care. So then I was finally like, just like yesterday, I was like, I'm going to put in a real one. Yeah, so then I back to- ripped out the bendy one, uh-huh. which I realized like well, that was kind of hard to get out. Oh, God. Was it like stuck on there? It was kind of stuck in there. Like I've never crusty? twisted it or anything. What? Like crusty? Eh, no, not crusty. Just like. Pulling. Like, oh. why did it pull so much? Oh. Okay. I don't know. So then I got in the shower and I was like, well, maybe like the wet and the heat and whatever will like fucking make this other one slip in easier. Yeah. Um. Long story short, I did get it in. It was fine. I was like, that wasn't even as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um. Cut to now. I think I fucking re-pierced it because this shit hurts so bad. Oh, and no. now I'm like, is it infected? Did and then you I clean think about, it? Yeah, I cleaned it. Oh, God. Oh, no. I I mean, it's it's all red and, like, angry, oh, no. and then I can just, I'm aware of it now, which I wasn't for a very long time, <laughs> and then I just think about telling my husband, like, I'm an adult, it's not going to get infected, <laughs> I know how to clean piercings, and now I'm like, is this shit infected? <laughs> I think it's infected. It was the, like, is the normal uh, hole bigger than, like, the pregnancy? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's just why it hurts. I it's think like that's what it is. It's it like, bigger. yeah, it's just it's a like little bit more. gauged it. Yeah, basically. It's, like, a little bit more stretched out. But, like, when I was sleeping last night, I kept, like, if I'd lay on my stomach, I was like, oh, I can feel it. And I don't like that. Like, it's weird. Uh, Question. Uh Uh-huh. Answer. Is it, like, really tight on there? 
Have you seen those like TikToks where like ladies will move it and it's all infected or Ooh, squished no. on and tight? No, it's not that bad. Also, mm. I have cleaned it like a bunch of times now because I'm like terrified Paranoid. that it's infected. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I've like taken it out and like alcoholed it and shit and like put it back in to be like, let's just fucking get the alcohol inside the hole. And everything is like, don't put fucking alcohol on it. Yeah, that's probably why it's it all red. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> but I'm like, clean it. Yeah, yeah. Get so, the COVID out. <laughs> you know, I'm like a fucking trash human apparently with an infected but not infected but maybe infected i'm sure it's fine who knows the only piercing i ever wanted was a tongue piercing but now that's like not as cool i guess i don't know it was like in high school i was like yeah i want to pierce my tongue and my dad was like absolutely not <laughs> i was like why and now i know why <laughs> yeah yeah now you know why but in high school i was just like i'm so edgy and cool I just yeah want my tongue pierced Ugh. I just feel like that'd be too much in my mouth, as I say, with a lip ring. <laughs> I feel like it would, too, especially with braces. But I feel like you'd get used to it. Would you like to hear about some murder? Of course I do. <gasps> oh, good. Well, you will not believe what I have in store for you. Is it murder? <gasps> it is. How did you know? <laughs> it's like we don't know how to segue into this every time, so we just make it up. And it's the same every time. <laughs> We've only done this 130 times Isn't now. that crazy? That's fucking insane. All right, Aaron, give me your fucking murder story. Okay. Well, here on episode 130. Welcome. Welcome to Americana. <laughs> I am going to give you a little listener suggestion. Ooh, Ooh. These are my favorite. I know. So this is, okay, I don't know how to say any of the names. Oh, good. Okay. This true is, to form. <laughs> true to form. This is Mark Dutro. Uh-huh. And it was a listener suggestion from Libé mm -hmm. or Lisbeth. Mm -hmm. I am not entirely sure which way to say it, but... This is the email that we got where they were like, you're going to nail the names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, you guys are going to crush it. And I was like, you're goddamn right I am. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad it's you doing this one because I for sure would like butcher the shit out of them. I spelled some of them phonetically in my notes to be like, smart. you got this. Smart. Yeah. But uh, apparently she sent us a whole ass write up on this guy and mm -hmm. then we didn't get it. And I hadn't heard about it or uh -oh. anything until she allegedly drunk tweeted us and she was like i think it's fucked up you don't answer fans and i was like bro <laughs> i saw that you replied to that and i was like oh no what's going on here but you handled it flawlessly <laughs> yeah thank you it's because i did not find it i was like i don't think stacy would have let this go for that no, long like no yeah. yeah and then and then she was like it's this and i was like i don't i don't I, like i searched for it in the fucking email and yeah. stuff i did not find it i didn't see it and she was like don't worry i found it and she sent us a whole fucking write up on it again what so a fucking trooper I thanks for not you. giving up on us <laughs> yeah thanks for not giving up on us and uh it's a fucking doozy Ooh, yeah. i'm excited so prepare to be shocked and possibly odd <laughs> <laughs> okay well i was looking forward to the awe only <laughs> i mean you could also be appalled <laughs> okay okay let's hear it okay so mark was born november 6 1956 in brussels mm -hmm. and i will mention again that this takes place in belgium so I most definitely will pronounce all of the names wrong mm -hmm. and most of the places. Mm -hmm. So just fucking bear with me on that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mark. His parents were teachers and they had five kids. Mark was the oldest kid. Okay. His parents split up in 1971 when Mark was like 14-ish years old. How risque. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, Mark stayed with his mom. And an article I read said that Mark left home at 16. 
Okay. Which it wasn't like he ran away. It was just like, yeah, I'm not going to live here anymore. I'm, I'm an guessing, adult. Yeah. It was a product of like a fucking different times, right? Yeah. And he was just like, Jesus, I'm done here. I'm going to go be a man now. I'm going right? to go be a hippie. Yeah. like Woodstock. <laughs> I'm just going to go live my life. Yeah. So he left home and he started working as a prostitute for oh, men. Hey, mm-hmm. You working or walking? Uh, well, actually, in Belgium, prostitution is legal. They have like the red light districts and shit. Because yeah. I was like, oh, he's working the streets. And then I was like, oh, they don't need to do on the streets. They're no, just like, there's a facility. You, would you like to come in? <laughs> <laughs> Here are our services and the menu. Can you imagine the menu? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fun. <laughs> I would write it in chalk every day. <laughs> oh, my God. The names you could come up with. Right? Like, uh... Y'all want a Dirty Sanchez? Oh, my God. Okay, we're going $45. right there. Huh? <laughs> specialty store. <laughs> you have, like, a niche store. I was thinking more of, like, you know, what would, like, Taco Tuesday be? <laughs> Whole new meaning. Oh, my God. The possibilities. <laughs> I know. Like, Wanker Wednesday? I don't know. <laughs> Thrusting Thursdays. You could have so much fun. This sounds fun. <laughs> TGI Fuck Fridays. I don't know. Frisky Fridays. Oh, there you go. Okay. So he was going and doing that, right? Okay. But I don't think that lasted very long. And by 1975, when he was just 19 years old, he married a lady and had two kids. Okay. They divorced in 1983 after about eight years. Oh, wow. Okay. And at this point, he had already met and began an affair with a lady named Michelle Martin. <gasps> Mark! I know. What a dick. Yeah. Okay. It's unclear if the affair was the reason for the divorce. Yeah. Um, but be- probably. I mean, but probably. Something wasn't right. I mean, maybe. Yeah. But he also apparently had a pretty long criminal history of stealing cars, stealing drugs, and mugging people. Oh, okay. That's excessive. So, I mean, maybe first wife was like, bro, I'm not... I'm not here for that shit. Yeah. Or maybe it was the affair. Or maybe it was a mixture of all of it. Like, this isn't what I signed up for. Yeah. You, you're different than you used to be. Yeah. Right? I like the bad boy, but not like that bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like I figured maybe eventually you'd grow out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's just a phase. Yeah. Well, he didn't. So so Mark and Michelle get together officially after he's like finally divorced, right? Okay. And then in February of 1986, they're both arrested for abducting and raping <gasps> five... Young girls. Oh, no. And you would think that I'd have more to tell you about that, but that's not my main story. Oh, my God. So I don't know much about it other than that. Like, I don't know where they got these girls. I don't know who they were. I don't know how old they were. I don't know anything about them, but five young girls and them. So it was like their little operation? I guess so. Yeah, like they were into some shit. Yeah. Right? Not good. So Mark was sentenced to 13 and a half years in prison. And Michelle was sentenced to five years. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. The couple got married in 1989 while they were both in prison. Oh, how romantic. Isn't it? <laughs> and after serving only three years of his sentence, Mark was released on parole for good behavior mm-hmm. in April of 1992. Okay, so he's going to do some shit now. Uh, yeah, he's going to do some shit. <laughs> also, yeah. three years raping five young girls. That's not even a year each. No. That's, that's fucked up. And you were sentenced to 13 and a half years. Like, do half, man. Yeah. That's insane. I wonder how, like, I guess just good behavior, huh? They were like, he's reformed. Yeah. Whatever. He's a nice guy. I could never see him doing something like that. Ugh. 
It's just like when it's hot and you can never imagine being cold again. Right? Mm. Yeah. Could never it's probably not just like that. But <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's a lot worse. <laughs> it's. I totally can relate. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what they're talking about. So when they released him, though, his mom apparently sent a letter to the prison director warning them that this was a bad fucking idea. Oh, and no. That he should stay in prison. Yeah. His don't mom. Let that his mom was like, you shouldn't let him Oh, know. my God. Yeah. That's like, not good. He's got if some your shit mom on is out in you. Yeah. You know there's some problems. Yeah. Your number one fan or who's Dude. supposed to be your number yeah. one fan. She fucking loves you. Probably. Most oh. of the time. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, she was like, Mm-mm, bad idea. You shouldn't let him out. Yeah. And then when he was seen by a psychiatrist on the outside, Mark was able to convince them that he had a disability uh-huh. so that he would get like a fucking disability check from the government, right? Yeah. So now he doesn't have to work. Yeah. He was also given sleeping pills and sedatives to help with said disability. Oh, God. I don't know what it was, but these sleeping pills and sedatives, I mean, they they become a thing later. Okay. So you like stay awake on them and do crazy shit? Oh, no. Does he use them? Oh, God. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) that was weird. I don't know. My head went through a journey. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was there for it. (laughs) He uses them later. Mm, So hate it. Yeah. At some point, this guy, Mark, Mm -hmm. fucking acquires seven houses. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Doing well for himself. He's doing very well. On disability. So Mm. I don't know who's paying for these houses. Mm. But Mm. most of them stayed empty. But he and Michelle stayed in one of the homes. Right? How weird. How bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> How bizarre. And in this very special home that he and Michelle shared, mm-hmm. Mark started doing some renovations. He built himself a tiny dungeon in the basement. Oh, good. Everybody needs a tiny b- dungeon. Right. Hmm. That was hidden behind a giant concrete door Okay. that was disguised as shelving. So a hidden room. Mm-hmm. A Sounds hidden, legit. Hidden tiny dungeon. Until you call it a dungeon. Yeah. Like, well, is it a room or a dungeon? Well, what's the difference? Um, You decide based on the dimensions of said dungeon okay. room. Okay. It was seven feet long, okay. three feet wide, wow. and five feet four inches tall. It was a box for a human to stand in? Basically. Okay. A human our size. I'm five foot two. The ceiling is two inches above me. I can't That's this big. just thinking about this. The standing. Why was it like that? I don't know. And it was seven feet like deep? Seven feet long mm-hmm. and then three feet wide. So mm-hmm. three feet is. Like you could fit like three people in there. This this standing. is like three feet. Yeah. So yeah, you could fit like standing. Yeah, yeah. You could fit like three people in there. Mm. Yeah. Is not socially That's distanced. a weird room to have. A very weird room to have. So for everybody who's not in, you know, the fucking America, for everybody in the rest of the world, mm-hmm. it's 2.15 meters long, less than a meter wide, and 1.64 meters high. So there you go. Emmy, you don't have to bust out your fucking conversion calculator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we converted it into bodies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like three bodies standing. Yeah. Or if you lay down, so many bodies. But Alexis couldn't stand in there. No. Oh, God. It's yeah. for little people. It's for yeah. kids. It's for smaller people. I don't 
think I want to hear this story. I don't think do you I? do either. Mm. So. Mm. So happy we are on this journey together. Yeah. Okay. So you know some fucked up shit is going to happen in this tiny room. Oh my right? God. Okay. The okay. fucking smallness of it scares the shit out of me. I can't breathe. As soon as you were like, like it's two inches above my head or whatever, like I feel like my nose is hot and I don't have air. Yeah. yeah. Is that a thing? Now <laughs> imagine a grown ass man in there with you. Oh, my God. He's going to go in there, too? It's not just for storing? Oh, my God. I, mean, I thought it was just for storing people. I don't know. Which I is morbid, it. but okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening to your story. So, once construction on this little fucking man cave of horrors was complete. And Michelle knew about this man cave of horrors. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. She was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I great love that spend idea. your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that journey for you. I was thinking of an open concept, but... But smaller claustrophobic seems to work for you. Yeah, so. we'll take it. We'll take it. You yeah. know, we're just being different. Yeah. So now he's like, I have this fucking aquarium. I need to fill it, right? Oh, God. So on June 24th, 1995, Mark saw two eight-year-old <gasps> girls. No. Julie Lejeune and Melissa Russo. Mm-hmm. He kidnapped them. And brought them back to his DIY dungeon basement. No, don't call it that. <laughs> so I keep calling it different things. <laughs> I wrote different things every time. <laughs> oh, no. And he kept them locked up in there and would repeatedly sexually abuse them. No. And film it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I fucking hate people. Dude. This is like the 80s. Um, 90s. Oh, those poor girls. Yeah. Were they friends? I think they were, yeah. Oh, my God. They were together. terrifying. On August 22nd, 1995, Mark was hanging out with a friend and alleged accomplice. I don't know how. His help with this? Yeah. Other people were like, yeah, that's a great idea. Love this idea. Let me see your DIY dungeon. It's fucking great. Cool. Love what you did with the place. Well, okay. So something said that this guy was in it because he was a drug addict and he was being paid by Mark with drugs. But I mean. What would he do? Hit go on the camera? Like what was his part? He's going to help abduct. Oh. So this person's name, I don't know. Okay. I saw two different fucking pronunciations of it. It's either Mikel Mm -hmm. or Michelle. Okay. But it's a man. Okay. And we already have a Michelle in the story. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Mikkel. I like it. Okay. <laughs> for it. I'm and here for it. <laughs> if it's wrong, fuck that guy. So yeah, he's abducting people. Fuck him. He is Mikkel Leliev. Okay. Okay. When they were hanging out, they saw 17-year-old Anne Marcal mm-hmm. and 19-year-old Efja Lambrex. Okay. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I hope I feel I am. like you said it with so much confidence that you had to have been saying it right. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> That's what I was going for. It's spelled E-E-F-J-E. Oh, I don't even think those letters go together. Yeah. F-J-A. 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 At least that's what it sounded like on the YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> nice. F-J-A. Okay. So, Mikael and Mark kidnapped these two girls. Mm. But now, since the murder hole was currently occupied, uh-huh. Mark decided— It's a murder hole? Uh, I mean, it, I, we are a murder podcast. This is a murder <laughs> shed. It is a murder hole, you know? <laughs> I see. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. So Mark decides to keep the girls chained to a bed in his house. Oh, dear God, no. 
And Michelle is cool with this. Yep. Michelle so weird. was aware the whole time that this is all fucking happening and that she has children locked in her basement. And now there's teenagers chained up in her in her home. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. So we don't know the exact circumstances, but it's believed that Mark kept Anne and Efsia captive for weeks. <gasps> no. While sexually assaulting them. No. On that bed? Yeah. Can you imagine? I, I have to stop. I have to pick a different phrase. I don't want to imagine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he eventually killed them, mm. but we don't know the exact dates or details of that. Oh, my God. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I mentioned that Mark wasn't just stealing cars and shit, right? Yeah. Well, in December of 1995, he was taken into custody for his involvement in stealing some luxury cars, I guess. Oh, shit. Is that a Lotus? <laughs> <laughs> and police searched his home on December 13th. Mm-hmm. And they didn't find anything. Okay. They searched his home. Okay. Where there are currently well, two girls in the basement. In the fucking hidden dungeon basement. I was going to say, heard that. Yeah. Okay. First of all, my stomach growled. Second of all, (laughs) that's not here or there. (laughs) But it was hidden, right? Yeah, it was hidden. To make it look like a bookshelf or some shit. Yeah. But still, police were in that home. Mm, Those poor girls. And there were two girls in there. And they were alive. Mm -hmm. They were alive in this basement. And police came in. Didn't see anything. Whatever. Oh, my God. They searched his home again. On December 19th, and they still didn't find anything, but one officer said that he heard children crying. (gasps) What do you mean he said that? Why wouldn't he check it? They weren't there for children. They were there for fucking information on stolen luxury cars. Uh, He wasn't concerned uh, about anything he might hear like that. Maybe it was a neighbor. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, but he was like, I don't know. I heard kids crying. I thought I heard a kid crying. Oh my god, those. Yeah. Mm. That fucking sucks. Super fucking sucks. Ugh. And they weren't looking for this, like, creepy hidden basement dungeon thing. Yeah. So they obviously didn't find that. So mm. Mark was kept in prison from December 6th until March 20th. Okay. Oh, my God. And those girls were down there? Yeah. It was Michelle, like, keeping them afloat, alive? Well, here's the thing. According to Mark, he had arranged for someone named Bernard Weinstein to take care of the girls that were locked in his basement while he was gone. Uh, uh, could you do me a salad and feed the cat? Like, what the fuck? Can you take care of my plants for me? Are you serious? Yeah. Could you make sure the mail gets brought in every day? Oh, also, I have a secret dungeon. It takes a little bit to get used to to know how to open the door and which book to it's pull. It's kind of heavy. But I have a DIY dungeon. Ugh, don't ask questions. Yeah. But can you just make sure... Where were they going Can to the you bathroom? feed the people in my dungeon? Yeah. Yeah, they're eight-year-old girls who are missing. I'm sure everybody's fucking looking for them. Yeah. Okay, wait. But where did they go to the bathroom? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Did they just go? I don't know the answer to that. Oh, my God. These poor girls. I don't know the answer oh to that. Oh, my I God. I, I hate really it. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And apparently, Michelle obviously was, like, aware of the girls, right? But yeah. she wasn't, like, quote-unquote involved in it to where, like, she's not going to take care of them. It's not her. You had to get a friend to do it. She yeah. can't do it. I, right? Let them go. Fucking let them go. What the fuck? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Okay. I don't know how Michelle was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, you're going to have a fucking buddy come by and just stop by the basement all the time? 
Did she not know that there were girls on there? Oh, she knew. What the fuck? I don't know. What the fuck? It's fucked up. What the fuck? So, apparently, Bernard Uh slacked on his duties (gasps) because both of the girls starved to death. Oh, my God. What the fuck? While Mark was in prison. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Michelle wasn't like, oh, haven't seen Bernard in a hot minute. Maybe I should check on the girls. I have no idea if she couldn't be bothered to go fucking downstairs. You have, if you have dogs, I will feed them if you're gone. Like, oh my God, these are these humans. They're people. They're babies. What the fuck? Yeah. Why did you tell me this? Um, Because uh, it's in my brain, so now it's in yours. I don't want it in my brain. What the fuck? Yeah. How, like, was it right after he started over his duties or something? Or, like, it just happened in the middle of it? Or, like, how long were they in there? I don't know. At some point between December and March. March. Which is a long fucking time. And then Michelle, did she just leave the girls there after they died? Yeah, she didn't go down there. Did she check at all? I don't think so. Don't you think she would hear shit? I would think. Maybe it was all concrete. But then the cop heard fucking crying. Oh, I don't know. My God. Okay. So now Mark gets out of prison. He realizes his two captives are dead. (gasps) And oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine opening that door? No. Oh, my God. Okay. It's horrifying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Also, I don't know. That's just terrifying. That is terrifying. Those poor little girls. Yeah. I hate it. What the fuck? So Mark only waits two months before deciding that he needs to get some more girls, like get back in the game, right? Did he like, just, what does he do with them? Mm, I'll tell you later. Okay. So on May 28th, 1996, 12-year-old Sabine Darden was walking to school when Mark and Mikkel abducted her and mm. brought her to the basement dungeon. Oh my God, no. Then three months later, on August 9th, 1996... Mark and Mikkel saw 14-year-old Letitia DeLay walking home from a public pool, and they took her. Oh, God. They brought her back to Mark's home and put her in the basement with Sabine as well. She was in there for three months still? Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. This is like long-term captivity here. Uh, yeah. Sabine had been there for three months already. Wow. And then now they brought in a person for her, like, with her, mm. which... I have to assume it'd be better to have company. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's fucked up. But it's a fucked up thing to hope for, too, though. Like, Yeah, like somebody else's misery so that you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah, It's horrible. Yeah. Okay. So this time, however, when they took Letitia, Mm -hmm. there was a witness who was able to remember part of the license plate from the car that they were driving. Oh, good. Okay, so she was walking home from swimming, mm-hmm. and somebody saw this. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Somebody good, saw good. her get abducted, and they were able to get his remember license plate. at least partial of the license plate. Okay. So the police were quickly able to match it to Mark's car, mm-hmm. probably because out of all of the license plates with that match, I'm guessing he was the only one who also had a history of raping young girls. Right? <laughs> they were like, uh, this one's flagging somebody interesting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he might have taken a young girl. <laughs> this guy who has previously raped young girls. Yeah. And his license plate partially matches this partial. We should check him out. Yeah. So they were like, let's go fucking check this shit out, right? Uh-huh. Mark, Michelle, and Mikkel were arrested on August 13th, 1996, 
Okay. And the police go and they search all of Mark's homes, but they don't find anything. Oh, my God. And those girls are down there. Mm-hmm. The girls are down there. Oh, my God. This is horrifying. And then on August 15th, mm. so just two days later, Mark and Mikkel both made confessions to police. Okay. I guess they were like, "We're I, I don't know, man. Fucking done with this, right? Yeah. Over it. Yeah. So Mark leads the police back to his main home, and he shows them his underground dungeon bunker thing mm-hmm. where they find Sabine and Letitia alive. <gasps> Yay! Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a twist. Fucking twist. Oh, my God. What if they wouldn't have admitted? Right. They could have starved to death in there just like the other girls. Oh, my God. Horrifying. Fucking horrifying. That's crazy. Can you imagine? Okay, again, I need to pick a different phrase. But, like, if you were in that hidey hole of terror Mm -hmm. (laughs) or whatever you're calling it, and then, like, you see the door open and it's him and you're like, fuck. And then it's the police and you're like, I'm confused. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm sure that the police opened it. He's like, it's right there. You just pull it, right? Mm, Probably, yeah. They're not going to be like, you open it. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they would. I don't know. Rub his nose in it. (laughs) What if it's booby trapped? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Like a fucking tomb? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's it's got a curse on it if you open it. (laughs) Toot and common. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So then two days after they're found alive... Mark brought the police to another of his homes where they found the bodies of Julie and Melissa. Okay. An autopsy revealed that they had died of starvation. Okay. Where did he, what did he do? Were they just sitting in the homes? They were buried. Okay. Police actually found another body there as well. Oh, shit. Belonging to Bernard. <gasps> because he didn't. Because he didn't take care of them? Yeah. <gasps> I didn't see that coming. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. So. Oh. His autopsy. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bernard's autopsy revealed that he had his testicles crushed. <gasps> and he had oh. been buried alive. Oh, my God. What? Damn. Yeah. That's fucking intense. Yeah. Also, he should have gone to the cops when Mark was like, hey, can you take care of these two girls in my basement? Yeah, you're kind of a dick back there, Bernard. You'd still be alive. Wow. Yeah. How? Okay. 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 So Mark said that he crushed Bernard's nuts in order to find out where some money was stashed. And then he drugged him with some of his fucking sedatives that he got from being disabled. Uh Uh-huh. And he buried him alive. Uh, okay. And so he died from suffocation? I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. How did they know that his nuts were crushed? Like, how long had he been buried? Is it because he confessed that they knew it, or was he, like, fresh enough that you could see that his nuts were crushed? I don't know. What are nuts made of? That's why I was going to ask, like, what makes them crushed? This is really where I was going at. Is it cartilage? <laughs> nuts made of. <laughs> what is it? How many legs does it take to get to the center of a tutti pop? Is it, is it cartilage? <laughs> like your ears? Shit. No. No. What is it? I don't know. What if it was cartilage like your ear? Like, like your, your nose? nose? Like it yeah. would go away after a while, but maybe it stays around for a minute? I don't know. I don't know how long nuts last in the mm. in the in the I after would times. assume they just like, you know, biodegrade. 
Like they're just made of, you know, tubes and shit. Like fallopian tubes don't last. Yeah, but that's like organs. So then is it organs? Are they organ? I mean, they are organs. <laughs> shit, man. I've never thought about this so much before. I haven't ever thought about it ever. <laughs> and I'm, I don't know. Is it? They're hard. Ugh. And I'm just thinking of the picture at like in sex ed where there's so many tubes and you're just like, if you cut one of those in half. They're like walnuts. <laughs> I'm literally closing my eyes envisioning like it, you know, you know, like the can that you open up and it's a worm with a spring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like shoots out. I was like, where's she going with this? <laughs> I feel like that's what would happen if you cut one in half. Sorry about it, all the dudes that are listening. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, mm-hmm. back to this murder story. <laughs> yeah. Let's circle back around to that. Circle back. Okay. So, Mark also told police where to find the bodies of Anne and Eshia. Mm-hmm. So, they were found on September 3rd, 1996, buried under a shack next to one of the homes that Mark owned. Oh, my God. Okay. So he was just, like, collecting these homes for graveyards. Basically. He didn't do anything with the homes? Uh, Well, this home, actually, was where Bernard lived for three years before his death. Oh, my God. So maybe that's why he did it. Like, took care of them. Oh, yeah. Or didn't really do a good job at it, but it was like... Yeah. You don't have to pay rent or something? I don't know. I don't... Like, owed him some debts? (sighs) I guess. Like, mm. you can stay in my house if you watch my... If you water my plants and, oh, yeah, by the way, pull the third book on the left. Yeah. In my dungeon. <sighs> so in further searches of his homes, police found hundreds of child porn videos. <gasps> yeah. Oh, but they are the ones... That, are they the ones he made? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God, hundreds? Yeah. How many kids? Well, I mean, at least six. Oh, that's awful. Oh, my God. What a fucking dick. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. I hope his nuts get crushed later. Well, so remember when the cops went in to search his home on account of the fucking stolen luxury cars? Yeah. And they thought they heard crying? Yeah. And the one cop heard children crying? Yeah. And in hindsight, we're like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. Well, apparently, this whole case was kind of, like, fucked up by police, and they missed a few opportunities to catch Mark earlier. Like when they let him out of jail fucking three years into his goddamn 13-year sentence? Yeah, for like something that, one. that seems like it could possibly escalate into, I don't know, keeping people in your basement. Fucking issues? Yeah. Yeah. And then they didn't, like, check on him? Uh, yeah. So there was another time when Mark asked a police informant, like, uh, okay, like someone that's fucking posing as like, yeah, man, oh, I'll get you whatever you want. But he's like, going to go talk to cops after, right? Yeah, yeah. He asked a police informant if he knew a guy or anyone who would be able to sell him girls. Uh. Yeah. And he offered to pay for them, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he told them that he was building a dungeon in his basement. What the fuck? What'd the informant do? I'm assuming he went and told the cops. And then the cops were just like, Wow. That doesn't seem like something we need to look into. We'll keep an eye on that guy. Yeah. Thanks for the tip, bud. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, isn't the police informant also the police? I think a police informant is like... Just some random person helping out the police? Yeah, it could be someone in like an inner circle of... Mm. Or like a prostitute who's like, you know, mm. sometimes she lets them know when the Johns get a little too frisky. Mm. I think it's one of those. Okay. Okay. So... As if that's not enough of a fucking red flag, right? Yeah. Mark's mom wrote another letter to police. Oh. This time, instead of saying, hey, don't let my son out of prison, right? Mm -hmm. 
She said, told you so. That <laughs> literally her son was holding girls captive. She was oh. like, bro, he has girls. <gasps> like, oh, I thought you meant she wrote it like now that he's caught. No. <gasps> and they just ignored it? They were like, what the fuck? We'll tell you who has people in their basement. What the fuck? Yeah. Why didn't they even just like check in on that shit? Fucking right? What the fuck? Maybe do a little wellness shit, right? Wow. But they're like, now we're not going to follow up on that. Oh, my gosh. And from what I can tell, there was one investigative judge who was actually trying to do his job and the public really liked him. Mm -hmm. But he was dismissed from his position after he went to a fundraising dinner thrown by the victim's parents. Oh, so they were like, oh, you're biased. I think that's Towards what it was. Towards the victims? Yeah. Like, of right? course. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? You're I'm not... supposed to be bringing them justice. Yeah. How is that a biased opinion? Yeah. I I don't know if that's actually why, but that's what I'm assuming. Or yeah. if it's like, oh, it's a conflict of interest or something. You know? As soon as I said that, I was like, I get how that's a conflict of interest. <laughs> I get but it. But still. But. Like, damn. The yeah. only one honest person on there. Or at least the one that the public is like, okay, finally, someone's fucking doing something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this fucking pissed off all the locals, right? Ooh, we got an angry mob. Oh, we got an angry mob. Ooh, do they crush his nuts? (laughs) We got an angry mob of 300,000 people. Whoa, that's a lot of people. Who went to protest on the Capitol for reforms of Belgium's police and justice system. Oh, shit. It was that bad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This whole case, I guess, hit super fucking hard and everyone was like, hey, guys, Y'all are a fucking shit show. Yeah. Like, you need to get your your shit shit together. together. Yeah. Oh, look at you. (laughs) Yeah. So an investigation was launched and lasted almost a year and a half. Wow. And by February of 1998, they concluded that Mark didn't have any accomplices in, like, high-up offices or anything, but that he basically just benefited from the police's incompetence. Oh, my God. I thought you were about to say, like, he had some help. I was like, what the fuck? Well... Mark kept saying, like, oh, uh, like, some people, high-profile people, like... Is this, like, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing? Kind of, yeah. Where it's, like, you've got enough fucking dirt on people that they just stay hush so that you don't out them? I mean, I don't know if it's actually like that, but Mark was trying to claim that it was like (gasps) that. Mark was trying to say that he had some high-profile people, that he was actually involved in this giant, like, porn, child porn ring involving some higher-ups and stuff. I don't fucking doubt it. I mean, maybe. People are sick. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm so mad now. Yeah. What the fuck? So they're like, they did this investigation. They're like, no, no one on the inside or whatever worked with Mark. He of just, course they're going to say that. Don't worry. We investigated ourselves and we found ourselves innocent. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> don't you think we should have like a fucking audit? <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe someone from the outside come in. Double check that shit. We need a mediator involved. Right. So then, while Mark was in prison awaiting trial, in April of 1998, he was being taken to a courthouse, mm-hmm. and he was able to overpower one of the guards. What the fuck? Take his gun. What the fuck? Because they didn't put handcuffs on him. What the fuck? So he escaped with a cop's gun. <laughs> that poor fucking cop, dude. What a rough day on the job. <laughs> well, he probably should have just put him in fucking handcuffs. Yeah, that's very true. But, like, can you imagine? <laughs> Like, you have public enemy number one in your custody. And they take your gun. And they take your gun. Oh, that's a bad day at work. (laughs) Fuck, I'm going to have to file a report. That is a bad day at work. Oh, shit, that sucks. Yeah. 
So now he's got a cop's gun on yeah. the run. I mean, he was caught a few hours later. But again, the public was like, what? Are you fucking serious? Like, this is why we are here. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Right? Yeah. How did you let this shit happen? Why was he not handcuffed? Yeah. He seems like a pretty bad guy. <laughs> seems like somebody you want to cuff. Yeah. So that resulted in the Minister of Justice, the mm-hmm. Minister of the Interior, and the police chief all to resign. <gasps> they were like, I'm done. This is a shit show. I don't fucking know, man. I'm sorry about it. Like, deuces. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like the world is falling apart. Right? And we're all just like, but you, somebody's going to help us, right? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone up in the, like, you know, position of authority is like, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I I'm can't just, help this. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm just, I'll just go now. <laughs> I'll just see myself out. <laughs> yeah. So in the year 2000, Mark was given a five-year sentence for threatening a police officer when he escaped, right? Mm-hmm. And in 2002, he got another five years tacked on for, quote, unrelated crimes. He only got five years for jacking that dude's gun? Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) Different country, man. Only five years for jacking a cop's gun and going on the fucking run. Yeah. He got 13 and a half years for raping five young girls. True, true, true. What the fuck? So I had talked about Mark... Uh, saying that he was involved in this, like, child porn ring, right, with a bunch of, like, higher-ups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, him and some of the victim's parents are saying that he's part of a huge network of pedophiles and Satanists. What? I'm not surprised about the pedophile part, but the tell Satanists me more. is a little yeah. weird, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't entirely well, know the background of that. Are they just Satanists because they're pedophiles? Are Satanists pedophiles? I would say No. I mean, right off the bat, I would say no. But Yeah, but, like, are they like, they, he fucking believes in Satan, you have to if you're doing that shit? I don't know. I don't know. But I think Mark, at this point, was, like, trying to Charles Manson himself, like, oh. you know. Oh, okay. Beef himself up more, like, yeah, it's yeah. a huge fucking operation that we got going. Yeah. And he just had a camera in a fucking dungeon. It kind of seems like Okay, that. but what's up with fucking Michelle just, like, being chill with it? Did she get something out of it? I don't know that she actually got something out of it, but she was also arrested back when they had raped those five young girls. So I think it's kind of like one of those relationships where he's like, hey, this is what I'm into, and she's like, whatever. So whether mm. or not she was participating, she yeah. was accomplicing it. Yeah, yeah. She fucking was aiding and abetting it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know the term of it, but she was aware <laughs> of it. She's still a piece of shit. And not doing anything to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. So the parents of Julie and Melissa, they pulled out of the trial in 2002 because mm-hmm. they thought that the cops were doing such a fucking shit job of investigating and bringing together a case that they were like, I just want the shit behind me. Like, I don't, I don't want to be here for the circus. Yeah. Like, I've been through enough of a shit show. Exactly. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. And then Michelle and Mark got divorced in 2003. Oh, how tragic. Well, they were both in prison, so, you know, very (laughs) fitting. They got married in prison. Yeah. (laughs) Meta. (laughs) That is so meta. (laughs) And then in an interview with Sabine, who had spent 79 days. Oh, my God. Locked in Mark's basement. Whoa. That's insane. She said that. And she was like. Uh, 16 or 19 or something? I think she was 17. Okay. 
I think she was seventeen. Somewhere around. There. I could go back and look, but then I'll lose That's my fine. Place. She's like a. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, okay. she said that Mark had told her that he was part of a gang that kidnaps children for ransoms. Okay. And that her parents didn't want to pay for her, so the rest of the gang was like, "All right, well, we got to kill her." And Mark was like acting as her hero, like, I'm going to do you a solid and fucking protect you against this gang and tell them not to kill you. That's why you're still alive. What the a piece rest of the, shit. Yeah. The rest of the people want to kill you, but, like, you're welcome. You're lucky to have me. Oh, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy in particular. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. He even let her write letters home. <gasps> he mm. never sent them, obviously, but he let her, like, believe that. Yeah. But mm. she said that she, like... He was the only one that she saw, and yeah. so she believed that he was working alone. Like, she wasn't falling for his shit, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. She was like, uh, mm, fuck you. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks so much. Oh, fuck you, right? Yeah. Okay. So the trial finally started on March 1st, 2004. They had over 450 witnesses. Wow. That is a long list. <laughs> it was a huge list. To go through. And did they all take the stand or were they just like, I think so. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. Okay. I think it was a very like intense trial. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Mark was charged with the murder of Anne, Efshia, and Bernard. Mm-hmm. And a shit ton of other charges like auto theft, <laughs> abduction, attempted murder, attempted abduction, molestation. My God. Rape. Like, like a whole rap sheet. A whole fucking thing. Right. Mm-hmm. He was facing a maximum sentence of life in prison, mm-hmm. and Michelle and Mikkel were tried as accomplices. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. The jurors thought that the judge was doing such a shit job at handling the debates during the trial. Oh, my God. And they felt that the judge was rushing the witness testimonies. Oh, God. So the jury doesn't even trust the judge? The jury protested the judge. What the fuck is going on? I didn't know you could fucking do that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. But also, I don't know if it actually did anything because that's literally all that the article said about it. It didn't say if they got a different judge. It didn't say like, and then he was like, sorry about it. I'll do better. It didn't say (laughs) anything did better. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And then they let him fucking not rush. I don't know. But the jury was like, fuck that guy in particular. He's not doing a good job either. So it sounds like the whole fucking Police, justice system, everything was just shit. Wow. That's kind of, like, terrifying. Yeah. I feel so bad for the families. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, Mark was sentenced to life in prison. Mm Mm-hmm. Michelle got 30 years. Okay. And Mikkel got 25 years. Alrighty. Here are some fun facts. Oh, I love fun facts. This case caused a massive reorganization of Belgium's law enforcement. Sounds like they needed it. Yeah, they needed it. (laughs) Which is fucking great, right? Yeah. And the main house with the tiny dungeon was seized by the bank, and they made it into an open space with a memorial to the girls at the site. Oh, Like they knocked the house down? Yeah. Okay. Did I not say that? You said they made an open space, so I'm assuming. Yeah. They knocked the house down and left it. Without a house. Yeah, didn't... Open space. <laughs> yeah, didn't write it down. They demolished the house. But however, in some fucking weird-ass law, mm-hmm. the owner has a last right to visit the house. Oh, visit God. a house. To visit a house that he owns. A last... Like, 
What does that mean? So before they demolished it in 2009, they brought Mark out to the house <gasps> to fucking visit it before it gets demolished That's because weird. he was the owner. I have no fucking idea. I don't know why you would need to. Mm. I don't. Other than just to walk through those four walls again. Yeah. Did he go into the dungeon? Uh, I don't know. Oh, Lord. Did he? Obviously, he took it because he was like, yeah, I want to get the fuck out of prison for a day. Yeah. So in 2009, they brought Mark out there. The article explicitly states that they did it under heavy police guard, yeah, well, which I, I hope fucking so. hope, right? Yeah, he fucking jacked a police gun earlier in the story. Did you handcuff him this time? I <laughs> <laughs> should fucking hope so. My God. But, like, I would not let what that a- person do that. Because what is he going to do? Go back there and reminisce? Like, why are you just letting him have a good fucking time uh, there? I hate it. I wonder why that's, like, a thing. I The only thing I could think was, like, before a house gets demolished, the owner has a right to go in and get, like, the last of his shit out. Okay, yeah, like, to make sure nothing gets ruined. Maybe. value. But he's in prison. So, like, you gave up all your fucking rights. <laughs> yeah, so, like, someone else has control over your estate, mm-hmm. I would assume. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. But, like, Michelle's I if in there's prison, like- too, so... I wonder if there's, like, a, a different reason, you know, like a cultural reason or something. You know, like, yeah. ah, your fucking family spirits live here and so you have to bid them adieu or else you'll burn a fiery hell. I don't know. You know, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like, about hellfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's a, a Russian tradition that, like, before you leave on a big trip, you all have to sit together in silence or something. I don't remember. I literally think I saw that on, like, a 90 Day Fiance <laughs> episode. Oh. So I could be totally wrong on everything I just said. But there are <laughs> things like that. So I wonder if that's why. That's fair. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It was a weird law that I had never heard of because I live a very sheltered life. So (gasps) Me too. Yeah. (laughs) I do not know. If you know or, you know, let us know. Lisbeth. Too bad. Libé. Alexis is in here. Sorry. I'm sorry that I don't know how to say your name. (laughs) I'm sorry that I should sorry like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. So. I'm cackling. I'm tired. (laughs) Okay. More fun facts. Ooh. The home where Ann and Evgia's body were found was demolished and a small monument to them is there. Oh, okay. The house where Julie, Melissa, and Bernard were found was demolished and turned into a park with a monument for the victims. Oh, God, it's so sad. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just hold that. I mean, he had thought. seven houses, so you might as well fucking make monuments to the girls out of all of them. Uh, definitely. It's just fucking, like, so morbid. Like, somebody lost... They're like somebody they didn't even lose a life at this plot. It was like they were buried here. It's just like a yeah. sad reminder. It I mean, it's all pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And my last bullet, this case was so big and so fucked up in Belgium that between nineteen ninety six and two thousand and four, so like when they were arrested and when the trial happened, mm-hmm. more than one third of the people in Belgium with the last name Dutro applied to have it changed. <gasps> God damn. It turned into like a quote unquote Hitler. Like they were like, wow. I am not. That's not me. I don't know that guy. I don't, I don't fucking blame him, man. Yeah. He was like molesting girls. I used to, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Isn't that? That's so fucking sad. Horrible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's wrong. And they're babies. You know what's crazy though is that like his victims, well, I guess I'm only thinking of the two girls. I was going to say they died on accident. But he killed the two older teenagers that were, like, in the bed. Yeah, the two older teenagers in the bed were killed. We don't know how, no. okay. but it was an intentional murder. Oh, my God. The two eight-year-old girls 
starved to death, which is That's just fucking horrifying. Horrifying. And then the other two girls, the last two girls, they would have. Yeah. Had they not confessed. Oh, So there's Lord. like this fucked up thing in your head where you're like, well, thank God he confessed. Mm-hmm. But also, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's totally a piece of shit. Is he still alive? Um, I think so. That was in, the trial was in 2004. Yeah. And I think he was only like, I don't even know how old he was. Like 35, 40-ish. So maybe he was like late 40s then. Hmm. So I'm assuming he's still alive. It didn't say that he had died. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Right? I hope somebody fucking crushes his nuts and that he's not into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad. I know. Why is that a thing? I have gotten... Also, I'm sorry for anyone with children. I should have put a fucking children trigger warning in the beginning of this. Yeah, I hate it. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, on that lovely note, if you'd like to see pictures pertaining to this case, go to isdpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to find us on social media, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at isdpodcast. You can email us. I promise we will respond. We do not ignore you. <laughs> Stacy sometimes does on accident. If I mean, we click it and we don't mark it unread. And I true. get distracted. But that's at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Take it away, Stace. <laughs> also, while you're on our website, <laughs> isgdpodcast.com, go join our Patreon. There's a link there. Mm-hmm. Join our Patreon. We have different tiers. It's very exciting and so much fun. And you could fucking see video of this shit early. Also, merch. Buy some merch. That would be fun. That would be great. That would be fun. Great Easter gift. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. For the lucky lady in your life. Yeah. Fucking. The lucky dog in your life. Yeah. What's that called? St. Patty's Day is coming up. Shoot, girl. Easter? That's what I said. What Mm -hmm. better way? Isn't that what I said? You said St. Patty's Day. But before that, didn't I say Easter? Oh, I don't know. I I feel like I was thinking it, but then what if I said something like April Wools? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I said. Are we still in my chat? That's also coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For all of these events or holidays, what better way to piss off your family on Easter than to wear an I said goddamn t-shirt? Listen, we're just here to help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then I think, oh, subscribe, rate, and review, please. Uh Also, We, we need all the ego strokes we can get. That's true. We've gotten some pretty aggressive ones lately. But they're all people that are like, I haven't listened. It sounds like it would be really good, but um, you shouldn't take the Lord's name in vain. And I'm like, <laughs> you probably don't want to listen. <laughs> Please spare yourselves. Ma'am, you can Ma'am? keep going. Ma'am? Ma'am, I don't think this is for you. <laughs> also, you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And we love you guys. Most importantly, wait, we have a shout out. I hate doing it at the end. To whom? To whom? I will tell you. I hate doing it at the end. I like doing it at the beginning. Oh. But I didn't remember it till now. So, okay. uh, Big shout out. Shout out time. Big shout out to Andrea O'Neill. Evidently, she is work besties with Jasmine. What's up, Jasmine? What's up, baby girl? And um, Jasmine absolutely loves you, Andrea, and is so proud of you and your accomplishments and you're moving up in this world. And we are fucking too. We don't even know you, but we're proud of you. Get it, girl. Damn it. I'm so proud of you. I've never been more proud of anybody in my life. (laughs) I haven't either. I don't even know what she's doing, but you're doing great things. Oh, wait. I might know. They probably don't want me to talk about it. I mean, you can tell me later. Oh, okay. 
If I mean, probably shouldn't put them on blast. Anyway, they work at the Starbucks on Main. <laughs> <laughs> it says the post office. That's pretty generic. Oh, well, fuck yeah. Hey, we have a P.O. box. We're supporting the post office. Hell yeah, we do. Boop, 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 boop. You're really good at that. Thank you. I'll practice. Okay, good. All right, on that note, bye. Bye.